This is Hold Up AFK with Perdana and Kenny. All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode 21. 21. Right? 21. We're getting real close to episode 25, which we're going to do the raffle for how many dollars is it? Five bucks. Five right? bucks. And then Five also. Dollars. Keep a lookout for the Nendroid posts. Remember, you had to put a thumbs yeah, up but you never, on the Nendroid post. That's what, what we said last week. It was a whole week ago. No, no, no I know, but it's going to be random from here up to the raffle posts. Okay, okay, okay. And then we'll announce okay. on the raffle day who won the $1 comment post. Okay. So look out for those people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what's going on, man? New week, new week. New week, new topics. Nah, not a whole lot going on right now. What's happening? It's been relatively, you know, it's that weird time for movies where the summer just finished and a lot of the slow crawling movies just stopped churning out. So, in terms of movies, not, what's the last movie I saw in theaters? I can't, I can't remember. What's the last movie you saw in theaters? I saw. Oh, glad that you uh, said that. Ask me, Kenny. I watched <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> you did? I watched Rambo. It's pretty cool. I mean, the reason why I, well, one, the reason why I watched it because uh, my dad loves, this is like one of those old dad movies. Oh, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Um, you might hear stuff in the background because uh, my wife and kiddo are sleeping and they like to watch movies before they sleep. So just a note there for you guys listening. What are they watching? Um, what is this, babe? Stranger Than Fiction. Have you seen that? Nope. I have not seen it either. But anyways, back to Rambo. So yeah, this is like a dad movie. What I mean by dad movie is all dads just love action. They don't care about story. You know, yeah. um, like my dad doesn't like Marvel movies because there's too much story. <laughs> He just wants people killing people. And that's what Rambo is. And originally when Rambo came out... There was no action in the original. Like, barely. Oh, yeah, the first one. No, but I meant um, when the new Rambo came out, um, all the reviews were bad because... um, It's the gore fest. Yeah, it's a gore fest. And it's just the... the, the, um, I don't want to keep on saying the climate these days, but... But... People expect, like, some... What do you expect from a Rambo movie? Like, there's a review saying like it's shallow uh, storyline, shallow character, or whatever. But like, you just watch Rambo kill people. That's it. You know, yeah. That's what this Rambo movie had, and it was really cool. And it paid some, um, it, it did some, uh, it paid homage to like the old Rambo, and it showed okay. like why he did certain things and why he made certain weapons and booby traps. You know, so it's pretty cool. I liked it. It takes place in. Uh, Are they fighting like the cartel? Yeah, it takes place in. Oh no, it takes place in Arizona. Okay. And the crazy thing is, I guess he lives right at the border because he crosses to Mexico like he's going to the store. You know, he's like, "I'm gonna go to Mexico, okay. see ya," and he goes to Mexico and does his thing, kills people, comes back. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it. It's just you know, if you're like a big action movie person and you want violence and just. You don't want to think too hard about story or anything. That's a good movie to watch. 
Rambo. Okay, Rambo. It's called Rambo: Last Blood, starring. Go. Rambo: Last Blood. Is, is it? Is it like a starring an eighty-year-old Sylvester Stallone? He's eighty. Is he around there? Oh no! He's like seventy-something, dude. Dang, he's, yeah, weird? he's pretty old. Just like how Arnold, 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 and him are like competing to be like who's the oldest guy in action. You know, I feel like they're uh, both like. Well, Arnold doesn't star in movies anymore, right? Yeah, he does. He's in, he's in the new Terminator movie. It's coming out soon. Oh really? He's, I thought that was TGI, because it's uh, like the young version. You're thinking the last one, Ten- Terminator? No, he was in all of them except for uh, Terminator Salvation. He was in all the Terminator movies except for uh, Terminator Salvation. Wait, which one is the one with uh, Christian Bale? Terminator Salvation. Oh, he wasn't in that one. He, well, his his Terminator, his character was, but he wasn't in there himself, so. I see. They, they that's the one they CGI'd him like a young Terminator. Yeah, dude. Speaking of Christian Bale, yeah. did you hear about um, Joaquin Phoenix and like Jimmy Kimmel put him on blast um, because of like a backstage clip they played? You no. see that? No, no, um, no. Tell me about it. Let me. I don't, well, I would play it, but I don't have my stuff plugged in. The sound engineer okay. over here sucks, <laughs> which is me. But the clip, um, uh-huh. maybe I'll splice it in. You know, just like the constant whispering, just shut the up, dude. I'm trying to like find something real. Sorry, it's, it's, it's only such a it's, it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it kind of is. And I know you started the share thing, Larry. Yeah, it's funny making fun of me. Like I'm a diva. This is not even an insult. Cher, really? She's singer, actor, dancer, fashion icon. How is that an insult? I can't do this, man. But the clip is, um, so that, the clip is, uh, him yelling at the cinematographer. And I guess the cinematographer is, like, whispering to him about, like, what to do. And he's, like, just cussing him out. And Jimmy Kimmel is, like, interviewing Joaquin Phoenix. And... Joaquin Phoenix is just like embarrassed. He doesn't know how to respond because Jimmy Kimmel's like, oh, okay, I want to show you this clip. Uh, what's this all about? And he's just like, um, this is supposed to be private or like this isn't, wasn't supposed to be shown. And then like the first thing he did right away was like, I want to apologize publicly. Um, I'm sorry, but you were doing this. And, it's, and, and, it, and it actually like a lot of people on Twitter were pissed at Jimmy Kimmel for doing that because it seemed like the whole interview he was just trying to embarrass Joaquin Phoenix and it was the only reason why I brought it up because it's reminiscent to Christian Bale when he went ape shit on didn't he go ape shit on someone yeah yeah it was on Terminator Salvation yeah kick your fucking ass I want you off the fucking set you prick no don't just be sorry think for one fucking second the, the fuck are you doing are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No. No. Don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, uh, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? It was yes. kind of like that, dude. <laughs> but not as bad. Christian Bills was like the worst. Okay. But yeah, I just brought that up because <laughs> Joker's coming out. And it was for the Joker movie, by the way. Did All I right. mention that? 
No, you did not. Oh, okay. Not. So it was for the Joker movie, everybody. Wait, how did we get from Rambo to, to Joker? Because Rambo, uh, old people, Terminator, and then Terminator <laughs> to yelling, Christian Bale, and then the Joker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, the, but, okay, but I want to go back when you said about the climate, about uh, movies, right? So, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like we need to have... Okay, we, it's, it's never a bad thing to expect your movies to be better. Like, the people making your movies, it's not, it's not a bad thing to expect them to really try and make a good product. Yeah. But you, you, I guess you got to lower certain expectations when it comes to certain franchises um what am i trying to say it's like but i do feel like we will we do get better movies um i would say as a whole as a whole i think we are getting better movies than we were say maybe 10 years ago yeah so i guess what you're saying is like movies like rambo and like sharknado for example like you watching it for the aesthetics of what the movie is, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be watching for the aesthetic. So before like a movie like Sharknado, you'd see that in the theater and you go, man, I fucking wasted my money watching that shit, <laughs> right? But there is an audience. There's clearly an audience for this trash, trash, right? Um, I mean, when I would say one person's trash could be another person's treasure, but... I'm not judging if you like Sharknado. Yeah. What I'm trying to say right. is Sharknado fans out there. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that because of the way distribution works now, you have so many ways of watching films. I think it's allowed allowed areas where um, film certain films to succeed where they normally wouldn't. Right? You would say, imagine Sharknado going to a theater. And it flops hard in its first week or whatever. No one watches it and it never gets created again. And you'll never see another Sharknado again. But because where it was placed on TV, on sci-fi, I think it was on sci-fi, sci-fi channel. Yeah, it was on sci-fi. Yeah. And then that grew an audience there and it was able to, well, I think like Sharknado 5 now, number 5. Dude, they have so many tornadoes. I don't know how that earth is alive and how many <laughs> them, them sharks everywhere <laughs> yeah so i think it's good overall for the audience so if people demanding better movies nothing wrong with that yeah but the people that want their stupid movies they can still get that too and it's even better for them because of the way the market is now yeah i mean i think too the um the way things are reviewed now um like no one really thinks about or like you you go to a critic and you listen to what they say about the movie mm-hmm. and like you only take it with a grain of salt like i don't know when's the last time i listened to reviews and was like oh i'm going to stay clear of this you know or i'm going to definitely buy this game or watch this movie you know like for me if i want i'm i'm like rarely on the fence on things and okay when I am on the fence, I don't really look at reviews still. I kind of judge it from like the audience, especially nowadays when you could get access to like Twitter, Metacritic, mm-hmm, Reddit, mm-hmm. you know, you could mm-hmm. find alternative reviews from people like you, you know, like I'm not going to go to a critic that's credentials was like, um, you know, 
master's degree in cinematography or whatever. Right. Like, okay, like I could see why he thinks it's bad, but to me, I just want to watch an action movie or a sci-fi movie and watch it for what it is, you know. And I think right. that's kind of changed these days with uh, with reviews. I think that's why Metacritic is really strong as far as well, like not only that to your point i think what's also been really helpful is with because of the rise of youtube and other social media is people carve out a space for themselves all right i'm i'm a guy that watches action movies only i review that i review action movies and from that standpoint i i don't look at rambo from say you know uh what's that movie called citizen kane right i look oh, at yeah. it as i'm comparing it to die hard i'm comparing it to uh, what's another great action movie? I like Terminator. Terminator, there you go, yeah. There you go. Those, those Expendables, that's a newer one. Yeah, Expendables, yeah. I'll compare it to those movies, and I will make that review for catered to the people that like the movies that exactly. I like. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's fair to say you don't compare a horror movie to a sci-fi movie, right? And the elements of character development in a sci-fi movie might be different from a horror movie. So that's something you can't really compare. That's why in this the new movie, the Rambo movie, when they're talking about like character development and stuff, yeah, you know, like the they could have done better on certain scenes, but you know, the action was top notch and it outweighs the random like character flaws. And I don't. I'm not judging it from that. You know, I'm judging it from the action. If the action was mm-hmm, shitty, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, dude, this movie was crap. Like they talked too much. You know. Mm-hmm. But this was like, dude, this movie was great. They killed everything in sight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. And they did it Home Alone style. Isn't like a scene with. <laughs> dude, that's what it's true. That's what it is. It's like a adult version of Home Alone. Dude, but if you <laughs> if you actually watch Home Alone, like if you rewatch that, like. They should have been dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the freaking, what is that? The uh, the ironer hitting oh, his head. Oh, oh, I so I, I got something. I got something. A good treat for you. So have you got? Have you heard of the guys? Um, they're called Quarter Crew on YouTube. No. Okay, Quarter. so uh, do a quick search on YouTube for them. They have a whole series of video. Well, they just made a video of them taking scenes from movies and making them rated R. Oh, that's badass. Quarter yeah, crew. Yeah, so court, quarter, like a quarter, quarter like quarter yeah. crew. Look it up. They did one for Home Alone and they did one for the Avengers. or Captain America Civil War. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. So they, yeah. they like composite like blood and like death scenes yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, Home Alone it's, would be the number one. Dude, that, yeah. It's that movie it's pretty, that movie should have ended like earlier, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they never should have got to a seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch it. It's good. It's good. All right, I'll check out Quarter Crew. Okay. Um what else do we got here on our show notes? Oh. Um so speaking of movies, mm-hmm. one one good uh one good news is Sony made up with uh disney marvel marvel disney i don't know what you call it is it marvel disney Disney marvel Uh, i'd say marvel okay and apparently they said tom holland was the one that um convinced them you think so well he needs a job he wants a job of course he's gonna try to convince them (laughs) but that's the thing (laughs) everyone's like 
um, I was reading, people were like, oh, no way an actor could do that. And then someone was like saying, oh, I guess there's other instances when that happened with movies. Because mm-hmm. apparently what they said Tom Holland did was he went to Sony because mm-hmm. he's working on Uncharted. He's mm-hmm. going to be Nathan Drake, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he told the CEO, he was telling him like, hey, you know, you really need to fix the Spider-Man shit because everyone wants Spider-Man in there. And then he went to Marvel, did the same thing. And they were like, really? That's what this thing that doesn't really make sense is like, are they that out of touch with their audience in in what they want? You know, like, does greed supersede like what we want? Like, that's the thing that, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, if I was like a I company mean, like Marvel and Sony, yeah, I would see what the audience wants and try to make good and deliver on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can't speak so much on the Sony side because of reasons, you know? But, what reasons? Uh, I don't know any reasons. Did you just reveal a reason? But okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I shouldn't. Uh, I, I can't comment on Sony, but I feel from on the Disney side of things is... I mean, when you have that, when when you're at the top, you want to stay at the top. And what I mean by top is market share and money in, in terms of the industry, right? That's what we're talking about. It's Disney, well, and here's the thing: they they own everything. They own everything, and Spider-Man is still by far the most popular character, comic book wise, out there. I would say, any, out of any property out there, I don't even know why he's so popular. I mean, I, I, he's one of my favorite superheroes, but I can I can tell you exactly why I like him. But I just don't understand. I don't. Do, do you know why he's so popular? Spider Man. Yeah. Um, to me, I feel like he's the relatable character. That's what everyone says. Yeah, that's what everyone says. He's relatable, but but that's the thing. You don't want to be Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, he's a cool guy. He's a cool character, but you don't want you don't ever want to be him. That's the whole point of the story. Is like. His life sucks. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just he's not he's, – he's like everyone's – I don't know. The character I feel like is 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 someone that you could see yourself in versus like Wolverine as like right, the toughest right. assassin or like – you know, I don't know. I, I mean that's the thing. Spider-Man has always – I think Spider-Man, Wolverine, and the X-Men – Mm-hmm. Um, no Avengers was popular until Avengers. I think that was it. Captain, Marvel. Amer- Captain America was kind of popular. He was like, he was like, he was popular just because of who he is, you know, Captain America. Yeah. But other than that, I don't think a lot of people really considered was like really into him, you know. Personally. Yeah, I know what you I mean. Like, yeah, like if you were really like patriotic. Shit, I don't know what's going on in the movie in the background, but. People are dying or something. I don't know if people <laughs> can hear it. <laughs> you could probably but, say it's stranger than fiction. <laughs> um, but what were we saying about Spider-Man? Disney. Yeah, anyway, so Spider-Man is the most popular character out there. And what I want to say with that is when you have when you have something like that, you, you want you want to be able to basically capitalize on it. Especially yeah. I think outside of Avengers, I think Spider-Man is the only MCU movie that made over a billion dollars. Really? I thought Avengers. Yeah. Wait. 
I mean, MCU movie outside of Avengers. Oh, okay. Like Iron Man one, two, and three never made a billion dollars. How about Black Panther? Oh wait, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Black Panther did make a billion dollars, I think. Because you know what I think it was? I think Marvel thought they had an ace in their pocket with X Men. Mm -hmm. And oh, the thing that I was going to tell you, the rumor that I heard was that Marvel asked Hugh Jackman if he wanted to reprise his role as Mm -hmm. Wolverine. But I think if they were going to do that, they were going to do something where um, in the comics, Wolverine took over the Xavier Institute and became Mm -hmm. the one of the headmasters there mm-hmm. and i assume that's what it was going to be something like that but then i think that would have been too confusing to the audience because logan was far in the future right and all the mutants were dead but i don't know they could have that's the thing you know with that whole time snap, travel shit they the what with the whole snap or the, yep. the the blip event yep um they could retcon people's story, you know, like they could say, oh, when the snap happened, then we suddenly came here, you know, and we're called the um, the uh, Richards family or whatever, you know, and the Fantastic okay. Four is here. Or like, oh, ever since the snap, there's millions of people that inherited powers, you know. So I think that could be a way for them to um, introduce characters Okay. Because when I was rewatching, but then that'd be weird because okay, but you have uh, Wanda and what's her name? What's his name? Quicksilver. Yeah, what what were they called before Marvel got X Men? Because they weren't they weren't allowed to be called mutants. They were called they weren't called anything. I don't think they were called anything. Just the uh, special the twins or something. Special people. Yeah, I don't know. Special people. But. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, Marvel has cornered the superhero movie market that I feel like they were just like, whatever, Sony, you need to eventually bend to our will, you know? But right. Spider-Man is such an iconic character. But the, you know what? Before Sony and Marvel made up, I think people already forgot, too. They were already like, eh, whatever. Uh, Marvel lost Spider-Man. Do you feel it was like that? I mean, I was I was ready to see. I mean, par- part of me, I don't really okay controversial opinion, but I don't really like the MCU Spider-Man a whole bunch. Oh my! Like, and this guy's a big Spider-Man guy too. I know, I am, I am, because I always felt that Spider-Man he had too much help from the grown-ups. He's supposed to be um, he has a whole support network and everything. Spider-Man's supposed to be just that the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and. I didn't feel like he needed to be an Avenger level type hero. I always thought his stories were better when it was more personal. That's why he's more relatable. Because I mean, think about it: how many people actually have billion billion dollar mentors? Like a mentor that's worth a billion dollars, just helping them all the time. I mean, like if you're a poor kid, like you don't have like some rich white guy looking over you, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like. I can't relate to that. I was uh, I was rewatching uh, the Spider-Man movie yesterday, or Far From mm-hmm. Home, mm-hmm. and when Mysterio did his whole um, spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure everybody watched it, but whatever, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. When Mysterio did his whole trickster thing, um, mm-hmm. 
and he showed like Peter Parker's worst fears and like how he let people down. They showed Tony Stark, but you know, if this was anything other than the MCU Spider-Man, he would have shown his uncle. You know, well, yeah. Well, he, well, the thing is, you can go. The argument is, it's Mysterio. He doesn't know who Uncle Ben is. He doesn't know. He doesn't know Uncle Ben. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, and that's the thing too. That's the problem with that Mysterio. I think the the, mm-hmm. the technological Mysterio that they portrayed mm-hmm. in the movie is that in real life, not in real life, but in the comics, mm-hmm. Mysterio would use magic and he would just conjure up his fears, right, and his illusions. But I thought he wasn't ma- he wasn't magical. I thought well, he was. I mean, he's. Uh, what am I thinking? No, are, wait, are, you, are you talking about the original? Original? I don't uh, know. Whatever the six one six comic. I always thought he was just some movie guy. Remember in the very original first appearance, he was like a special effects guy. He was a showman. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got magic powers, I thought. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, then he got like yeah, he was weird. Like that was weird. Okay, we need to do our <laughs> research on that. But that's the thing. Comics are weird. Like yeah, it was a. He was really limited to the drones and the tech and his crew, you know? And yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, I feel bad because I feel sad for Jake Dillenhall because he's a good actor. He was a really right. good Mysterio. And I, I'm like, dude, this is going to be your only movie in the MCU, dude. They're not going to. Dude, you no know he ain't dead. You know he ain't dead. Dude, he's dead. There's, there's no way to bring no, him back. No, he's not. Mysterio is part of the Sinister Six, dude. Yeah, he's but not. Sony's going to make their own Sinister Six, not MCU. Uh, sure about that? Yeah, Sony is making their own Sinister Six and Venom. Okay. Venom versus the Sinister Six? Probably. Probably that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Um, you know what? Since we're on the topic of movies, let's move right. on to our main segment of today's okay. episode. All right, so today's episode is going to be a doozy because it's a combination of movies and comics. No right. We're going to talk about what comics should be made into movies. And these are okay. comics. Well, I have one that is from Marvel, but the other two I have, I think, are from. Shit. I think it's IDW. Don't quote me. I forgot. Uh, or image yeah, there are. is it image or idw wait is idw uh, image <laughs> what's idw stand <laughs> no, for they're different things they're different image is different from idw oh what the hell what is this is published by marvel comics yeah dude no way okay well saga is one it's of them mark millar is it yeah mark millar okay well since i mentioned Saga. Nemesis. Let's just talk about Saga first. Have, so, okay. So have you read Saga? Ten? Hell yeah. It's you great. have? It's a great. Yeah. It's great. Oh, well, wow. not all of it. I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm, it's been a while since I read it. Um, I like, forget where I last left off, but yeah, I really liked it. I yeah. really enjoyed it. So let me, let me give some background to everybody here. So Saga takes place, I forgot where it takes place, but it takes place somewhere out in space yep and it is somewhat kind of like a romeo and juliet story because your main characters their yeah their species or i mean or their what is it their race 
are in right. a war with each other. And the main you say characters... it's Romeo Juliet meets Star Wars. What plus, was it? I don't. Romeo and Juliet meets Star Wars plus Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones plus yeah. something else, something far out there. Yeah, go on. So, Elena and Marco are the main characters. So, mm-hmm. Elena is part of this race That's of Alana. Um, Alana, Elena. Sorry, mm-hmm. I pronounced it wrong. But Alana, I'll say Alana. Alana sounds better. She's okay. part of this race. It's like, um, would you say that they're fairies? I think they're kind of like fairies, wings. right? Has wing- I don't know what you they're, call they have wings. And, but they have uh, wings, but they're TV people or they're overlords. What? The TV people or the oh, yeah. overlords. And I think it's like a Earth. Do they call it Earth? I don't know. It's like the Earth in Marcos from the moon or something. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a Earth or if it's like a just a Earth-like planet. But her Oh, race, no, it's not Earth. Yeah, it's definitely an Earth-like planet. It has yeah. nothing to do with Earth that it, we know of. Yeah. And her race is um, like these fairies. They have wings. And they're more technological. So they use guns and they use like traditional army stuff like tanks armor and then yeah like kenny said their overlords are like pretty much the rich noble people are these Mm -hmm. people with giant tv heads and they're in they're in a war with the moon of that planet and that moon planet has these race of people that have these horns um like like rams and they and they get cast magic and they're kind of like the olden ways, like Gaia and all about nature. And they cast magic. And these two are in a war. So, Do we ever find out why they're in, for, in a fight? I don't remember. I don't remember, dude. It was such a long time. Because this, this, the original comic came out, I think it was published in 2012. Um, so that's like seven years ago. And it's still going strong. Mm-hmm. And um, so the original, so it's like a Romeo and Juliet because she captures Marco and um she reads a book because i think something's up with books i think all literature was burned on that Mm -hmm. and uh he has a book and while he's a prisoner he talks to her about the book um and it's like a romance a romance book i think Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh she falls in love with them because of the ideas that the book had and then they get they just get to know each other and then i think that's when they have sex, I think, and then, mm-hmm. and then they have a baby, and that's like <laughs> supposed to be like an abomination. So, according to both races, if they if they mix race, that baby is like an abomination, and both sides don't want that. So then they both run away, and then it just becomes this giant adventure. It has um, bounty hunters. It has different planets. Um, they meet different races. They meet like an assortment of characters and it's a really good it's a really good comic if you're really into star wars and the world building of star wars it's it's like that um if you're into the politics like game of thrones it has that and it has like a good character building of like romeo and juliet between the two lovers because they always they're kind of like opposites so they fight each other but then at the end they are looking out for their baby you know and i don't know i wasn't that far in it so i don't know if the baby has special powers or anything like that i don't want any spoilers things there's spoilers oh. there's stuff that happens are there spoilers okay so yeah so maybe you know and that's the whole thing they're trying to like save their baby so this is a movie i definitely see i mean a, a comic i definitely see being 
a movie or like a trilogy even it can't be a movie it's just too too it's too dense for a movie it's like way too much stuff so did it like do you think it would have worked they did like game of thrones and it's just like a series or or the production value wouldn't be as great uh i just think it's the thing that wouldn't work um how do i say it i don't think it lends itself i mean it could be a good it'd be a really fun definitely a fun um tv series think something like firefly but i don't know if i can see it because it would be i'm just thinking of like from a production standpoint it'd be pretty expensive with the costumes with the characters you know with all the different locations they gotta go to that looks pretty pricey to me i don't i don't know who would take that risk to make it um and, and especially it's not finished right now so who knows how it's gonna end oh, but yeah so it might be like a game of thrones thing where they just kind of rush the ending you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I've never really seen a movie or like a series that do side characters justice. You know, like they don't they don't really because that's the thing with like comics at least. Like they could focus one issue on a side character. You know, and I feel like I don't know movies or shows. Do could, you think they do a good job doing that too? I think that's it's just too much background on a lot of the characters in Saga. Yes, yeah, tweet there's a whole bunch of characters. So like characters galore in this in this uh comic. And that's what I think is really cool about that world building because you do have a lot of those side characters and each one of them I feel they do add to the story. They really do add to the story. Cuz they'll meet someone and you think they aren't important, and they die, and now they're your babysitter, your ghost babysitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, hold on. Let me... Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. How would they, you know, that's the thing. Everyone listening to, you guys need to, you guys need to watch, or you guys need to actually read the comic, because it's, it's really good. Uh... I'm, how many issues is it right now? I think it's like 54 issues and mm-hmm. continuing. And I feel like this is one of those, like, like Kenny said, it has a lot of twists and turns in every end, you know, and and the cast of characters are huge. Who do you think should play the main characters? Do you think, because the main characters, I don't know if it's drawn like that, but um, Marco looks kind of Asian. Yeah, I can see that. I can see him, yeah. And Alana, did you say her name? Alana kind of, she gives me a Halle Berry. On Halle Berry is uh, is like the actress of my time. She's She's probably too old now. Who would be a who's a Halle Berry now? Zendaya. Who? She's popular. Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, she's popular. She could pull it off. Yeah, I think. But I feel like she might be a little too young for Alana. No, she's too young for Alana. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, you guys need to just read the comic. Get the first volume. It's on sale on Comicsology, by the way. And we're not. Yep. We're not getting paid to promote this, but it's good. And we'll. we'll, And you'll see. Actually, we could if we put up an affiliate link on the site. All right, Kenny. Uh, Kenny might have an affiliate link up, so click on that if there is. But. 
if once you guys read it, you'll see why um, certain characters. Oh, it's great! The first scene starts with a birthing. Oh, it's <laughs> the very first page. Remember? I don't remember. <laughs> it's just like a pair of tits, and like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. So, do you have a? Let's move on to another uh, comic. Do you okay. have any that you that suggest, think, Kenny? Oh, man, there are a ton, but I would really see. So remember last time we talked about, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Brightburn? Oh, yeah. I really want to see them do the, uh, what's it called? Irredeemable. Is it Irredeemable. Oh, yeah, dude. That was so good when you told me about it. All right. All right, give us some background for people that don't know Irredeemable. It's really good. Irredeemable. Yeah, Irredeemable is all about a what-if situation. What if What if the strongest person on Earth uh, suddenly turned bad? We're talking real bad. So imagine Superman turning evil and just going on a rampage after just one terrible day. Right? And so it's a really cool story that has a pretty interesting ending. But it's all. What's interesting about that story is that this this character. How do you defeat someone that is basically invincible and and you know him, but you you think he's um, he's basically. How does he come from? How, how does he end up becoming irredeemable? How's that? That's how we. Should so that's put what, it. Yeah, that's what the. So that's what the comic is pretty much essentially leading up to, right? Right. Because it starts off with him with the world already all messed up. Right. And it's like uh it's one of what's I don't know if that there's a name for that kind of storytelling where the whole point of the story is you're trying to figure out how it happened. But uh I've seen it done I don't know what you call it, but it's a mystery. It's basically just a mystery. Yeah. So this is what irredeemable is. But how would you see that as a movie, though? How would it? How could? Because there, there's a lot of stuff that happens in that story too, and it goes on for quite a while. I'm trying to think, cause like, dang, you know, there's a lot to talk about, but we're gonna, we you know, we might spoil some stuff, but yeah, I think, it, uh, I don't know. It's, I think, I feel like it would be. Uh, a, a movie series like The Boys on Amazon. Did you watch that, by the way? Did you finish that? Uh, I need to watch it, man. I just don't have time to watch oh like hour-long god. episodes. Oh my god! All right, but that. So I think it would work that way, where it's just like split into like a couple parts, like seven episodes for season one, seven episodes mm-hmm. for season two, seven episodes for season three, and it's done. You know, like mm-hmm. not not episodic per se. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you could feel the difference between uh, something like Game of Thrones earlier seasons versus, like, I don't know, like a typical episodic show. You know? Am I, ex- I don't know if I'm explaining this <laughs> correctly. Uh, I, think I, know, I think I know what you mean. So you're talking to feel like I make a really well-produced show and... I think what you're talking about, it feels bookend, right? Where it's, uh, you watch one episode and then you watch another episode and then, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about either. Sorry, guys. We don't, we don't know what we're talking about. But pretty much like, because the thing is like, 
I feel like you can't digest a lot of um, the story in an episode, you know? Like, right. Um, that's why Marvel did what they did with whole movies, you know? But they work, though, because even within a single movie, the resolution's there at the end of the movie, and then they hint it with other stuff in the stinger. Yeah. And I don't know like, how we... Maybe they would have to do something like that. Right. And And if they focus on, like, certain characters it would have to be different movies you know i think but for irredeemable Mm -hmm. that would be like a marvel movie where they have separate uh stories about the heroes and then the final conclusion of why he's irredeemable you know i think they could do it that way or or they do it like the beginning where like you the way they did in the comic where he's he's a bad guy at first doing all this evil shit we're following the remaining good guys that he's hunting down and and, and then it, they resolve it that way and then they find out his past and then we go into his past into in, in, in another movie that uh, so it's like know. a trilogy of a history is is it so it's kind of like along the lines of um riddick right chronicles of riddick yeah 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 i think that would work because chronicles that could work. riddick that was confusing how they set up the story because the second movie came out a long time after, right? Well, that's because he had to do Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. But they were planning to do all those movies like that. I don't. No, he want. It was Vin Diesel's thing. He just really wanted to do it, and the only way they could do it is if uh, he he appeared in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, really? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was that really the deal? Yeah, it was the deal. That was the deal. He want he wanted to make this Chronicle Riddick Chronicles of Riddick movie, but and, and Universal's like, you gotta appear in Fast and Furious. And he's like, you're All right, a liar, bring, dude. I'm serious. Look it up, man. Bring the family. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. But, uh, so back to uh, Irredeemable. Yeah, you know this is this was a really good move uh, comic about like what Kenny said the anti-hero. Um, the anti-hero storyline where an alien comes down and, you know, joins the humans and is their savior. You know, this is the opposite. And, um, yeah, pick, you know, we're going to say pick up this one too because it has a lot of good twists and turns. And, like, and just like Saga, this is more, like, for an adult. So there's a lot of adult mm. theme stuff. Oh, no, this uh, is definitely for adults, And dude. all these movies is- would be definitely liberated R. Um so then the another one that I want to talk right. about is uh Nemesis. And okay, this yeah. definitely <laughs> yeah. gonna be rated R. You you read this one, right? Uh I haven't read it, but I know about it. You it's basically isn't it basically evil Batman? It's evil Batman. So how how should I tell the story without spoiling it? Okay, so It's evil Batman. Yeah, Kenny's kind of right. It's uh well yeah. So it's evil Batman. There's a guy named Matt Anderson. Um, he is wealthy and rich, just like Batman. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes out to seek revenge mm-hmm. on these cops that arrested his parents. And because the parents were arrested, he became crazy or something happened to him. And his childhood was fucked up because he had no parents. And he grew up to become this crazy serial killer Batman so this one's a really good one because it has a really 
crazy twist in the comic um and the comic also sets up for future um you know nemesis because this is just a one shot right now there's no mm-hmm. it's just uh you know i think it was like five issues and mm-hmm. marvel actually um what is it the is the um publisher. publisher i thought it was idw or something but marvel is actually publisher and but it's un- isn't it under a different label though it's not under uh they have their own their own um rated art like max yeah rated art comics no this i think it's still marvel but i i forgot um the only reason why i actually was gr- gravitating towards this because my favorite artist steve mcniven drew this uh, i was really into uh civil war um that's what got me into comics reading civil war uh, and he he was a um artist for this one and when i read it i just fell in love with it because it was kind of like a i thought he was like a punisher but he was more of like a evil batman and um oh he's evil batman and this would be a good movie because this would work as just like a standalone movie because the story wasn't too um it's just focusing on him and it's like a mystery slash uh action because this Mm -hmm. guy's hand-to-hand combat is on par with batman and uh and the violence and the gore in this on par of rambo <laughs> pretty much um and he kind of looks like moon knight i don't know if you've ever seen him but he's all I know moon, knight. moon knight without the hood he, he looks like batman just imagine batman without the <gasps> without the bad ears i get it all white without yeah dude because if you had a hood he would look like KKK. Uh... <laughs> Actually, I don't know if there's anything political in it. This is before the times. Um, but yeah, this would be a really good one. I think they're actually making a movie out of this. Uh, I'd be surprised. I think Universal got the rights. Because the ri- original screenplay was written by someone. I forgot who it was, but then he passed away. And it was just in limbo. Oh, right here. I have it right here. So, Tony Scott was set to direct it before his death. Do you know who Tony Scott is? Uh, Ridley Scott's brother, wasn't it? The guy directed Top Gun. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Is he his brother? <gasps> yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, He's right. That yeah. directed Top Gun, yeah. So, he was going to make this movie... Uh, he passed away and then um someone else got it but then i think nothing happened oh i think um the person that was gonna make it joe carnahan he decided Mm -hmm. he's been secret service and since it didn't do well in the box office um i think they just uh oh it did well and then i think he just kind of abandoned it and then now Warner Brothers uh, picked up the film. It was Warner Brothers that picked it up. Wait, hey, that matches because it's like an evil Batman. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And is that Joker made cool. by Warner Brothers? Yeah. It is, right? Warner Brothers mm-hmm. owns all of DC. So here's the thing that I still don't get to this day. Like, you should play that meme, you know, like, to this day. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you day. should put it. All right. I'll slice it in. <laughs> to this day, I don't understand. So Disney or Marvel had to do this crazy fight to get all the rights back for all their characters. Warner brothers from the very beginning has all of DC at their disposal. They have 
all of DC. They should be able to do something. Like, like come on. Like, they could just, like, make a crazy story or use any type of story, yeah. right, in DC? They could do any type of story, any character they want. They own them all. I mean, the only reason why Marvel had to start with Iron Man was because, I mean, that's all they got. Yeah. One of a few characters they got. And they had to be really strategic. I mean, in a way, I guess having limitations can helps you become more, uh, what do you get? We call it creative boundaries helps you to make stay focused yeah. and you create more creative strategies but they can't even make a good bet or super superman movie i mean come on yeah i mean i like the one where the superman was shot in the eyeball i don't know which superman that was oh that's superman returns i like that one too yeah um, that was my favorite one no one really likes that one but i like that one too i know <laughs> <laughs> and the one where he had the big battle with um the superman returns too with the what with um, the guy, he had a big battle. He destroyed all the cities and shit. Oh, that's a Man of Steel. Oh, okay. I think I like the all the what's that? What's that actor? The Who? The Superman. Superman. Uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I like all his Superman movies. I have. Oh, it's probably because I haven't watched the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> He's only been in one Superman movie. Really? Yeah, Man of Steel. The other ones were. Uh, Batman versus Superman, Jonah Justice, and then the Justice League. But who is Superman Returns? Brandon Ruth. What? I need a freaking... I thought it was the same guy. No, it's not the same guy. Let me Google it. Okay, so Superman Returns is the is a continuation of the Christopher Reeves Superman. Oh, yeah, it is a different one. Yeah. Was he in any other movie? I heard there's a Superman curse. Uh, he after that movie he appeared in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he was great in that. Dang. Love that movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why DC hasn't used. Well, the thing is, I don't know any good DC storylines other than from Batman and Superman. You know. Yeah, they have a lot of Batman other Superman good characters. Carry DC pretty much. Batman actually. They could. They really could. If they just made Batman stories till the end of time, I mean people love Batman. I think I think Batman needs his time his spotlight back. Yeah. I think what what would be a good Batman storyline? the only the first one that came out of my came to my mind, I think Court of Owls would be pretty interesting. That one's a good one. Court of Owls? Yeah. I like that one a lot. What's that one about? That one's basically Batman's fighting these. Uh, they're basically like ninjas, kind of. And it turns out that uh, it's an underground society, rich people. They own like special owl ninjas or something. It's it's silly when I talk about it, but it's pretty good. It's really good. Oh, okay. All right. It's, it's a mystery too. It's a mystery. Who are these guys? Why are they doing this? It's pretty good. Because I think from Marvel side, the best one shot or one of the better one shots that i've read um one of my favorites is ronin which is, oh uh, um what would it be like a japanese interpretation not a japanese interpretation but it's just what, what would you say it is it's like five marvel characters in the japanese setting right pretty much uh yeah pretty much that's how you would say it yeah so it has yeah. deadpool wolverine Punisher, Hulk, and Psylocke. And they kind of... And they show, like... It's cool how they interpret their powers. 
So mm-hmm. read it. You've read it, right? I uh, don't remember if I've read that one. I know I, I'm getting confused with, uh, what's his name? Wolverine when he was in Japan. Oh. And that other Ronin and the other Ronin comic from uh, what's his name? The guy that wrote Dark Knight Rises in Sin City. What's his name? Miller. Yeah, he wrote he wrote a comic called Ronin too. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So this Ronin, well, it shows all those characters. I mean, it has a story of all their characters, and the way they interpret it is pretty cool. Like Wolverine, he he has like the ninja claws. And the way they interpret his healing is um, he's a brother of, um, I think it's, how do you say five twins? Quadruplets? Is it? Uh, uh, penta, pentuplets or something. I think that's Quad is four. Oh, pentakill is from League of Legends. Yeah. Five. Okay. Yeah. Pentuplets, I guess. And yeah. the way it works is like when one of them gets hurt, um, when when Wolverine gets hurt, he runs away and he heals, and then the other twin would come in. So there's like an illusion that Wolverine never dies and he mm-hmm. heals. So that's the way they interpret his um, power in that. And then like, I think Hulk is like just a monk with like <laughs> anger issues. <laughs> he always has to meditate. So because if he doesn't meditate, he'll go crazy. Um, and then I forgot how they interpret Deadpool and Psylocke, but Punisher's cool. He's like Johnny Law. He's pretty much like the Japanese samurai that doesn't believe in swords anymore, and he wants to use guns. Yeah, and uh, that's a really good. It was a really good story. That would be a really cool movie, but then I think that would just be confusing to people because they just mix up the characters with like, oh, is this? You know, canon with this other Marvel movie, you know, I, I think Marvel doesn't want to do like one shot movies, huh? Yeah, not yet. I would say not yet. Not, they're not ready to get to that point. Yeah, that would be yet. a really cool one. That and like old man, a real old man Logan would be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Or, 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 I don't know if you've ever uh, read Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine. Oh, I, I, I saw really the, uh, the cartoon. Is it the same? I mean, that's what the storyline was basically about. It involved, uh, what do you call it? Omega Red and all those other guys. But it was really good. I really liked that. They should do that. I know. I thought it was fun. That's, yeah, really but good. that's the thing. A lot of these are like rated R, right? I know. That would be too, <laughs> too intense for a lot of the kiddos that are into Marvel right now. But it's better than like Loki stealing a birthday cake from Captain America and like hey, he has to team with Spider Man to go save the cake. It's cool. <laughs> <I know. laughs> all right, but all right. So um, you know we're gonna end this here, guys. So that was um, that was a lot of content for you guys to uh, sift through because there was a lot of good comic comic recommendations. Mm-hmm. If you want to get started um, and then let us know if they should be movies or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. Again, um, you guys could always reach out to us and tell us how we're doing on Instagram or Twitter, Hold Up AFK, or our handle might be Hold Up AFK Podcast. Just Google us or search us. And then we're on iHeartRadio finally. Yay! iTunes, uh, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and other podcast providers. So, and let us know if we're not on one that you guys listen to. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, hopefully you guys been liking uh, 
our production and uh, our little research onto specific focus topics. Um, and again, thanks, guys. And phone went up. That's our that's our cue. <laughs> that's our cue. Thanks again, guys. So uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.